0: If you buy 1,000 Dannon yogurts at the grocery store individually, can you use the 12 items or less line since it's technically one item?
1: Pick a side, stupid. <laughs> Welcome to Pick a side,
2: stupid, a comedy debate show that covers the important issues. Now, here's your host, Sean Carter.
0: All right, this week, let's talk about ethics. Okay. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hot pass. Well, oh, I should introduce everybody. So, Bill McMorrow is here. Good day, sirs. Sean Rosa is with Hello. us. Hello. And Sarah Morgan is with us once again. Hello. So, we're going to talk ethics. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. It's So, Sarah, can you describe ethics
3: for us? You're the most educated oh, here. Oh, man. I mean, I know what the word means. I just don't know what we're talking Like...
4: I mean, I think it's just like what, how humans decide what's right or wrong. Just like their sense of fairness.
3: Mm. I think it's a moral code of conduct. Yeah,
4: that's a better way to describe it. Dating wow. back to like Aristotle's Corinthian
3: time Corinthian times, I believe. Corinthian? Yeah, I Is believe it was actually. Uh,
4: all,
5: all of our laws are handed down by God it in was, the Bible. Well, actually, yeah. I mm, believe this was. Yeah. I don't
0: know if it's biblical.
5: I'm pretty ethics, sure I don't think, that's ethics true. are biblical. I think <laughs> no. it traces back to uh,
3: Alexander von Athel. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, so that's
4: where the name came from. Yeah, yeah. You know. some
3: people,
0: jurisprudence of Greece, too. I know you're joking, <laughs> but some people do think that you need a belief in God to no, have like a moral compass. Not. Absolutely not.
4: Yeah. I think, I think having a pat- belief in falls. God
0: uh, tends you to be less ethical.
3: You think it's it? Because I think that you think, I think people who uh, lean on religion like that just think that it's a, they have a free pass as long as they go like, sorry about that, God. I just, I don't uh, yeah, think, like, I don't think it lends itself to. But they
4: use it to justify behavior to to justify, that's not yeah. Ethical. yeah, yeah.
3: Ugh, I think, it, we, I
0: don't think the, I don't think religion has anything to do with it. I think people will just act how they will either way. I think yeah. religion is about as unethical as you can get. Let's just use a, a scenario here and then we'll see how everybody feels about it. All right. Okay. 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 How about uh, this? Here's a, here's a scenario. Lying during a uh, job interview, negotiating for your job, whatever, right? What you lied about is your salary at your current job. Because I have you're done that to bump up what you're getting at your next position.
4: I've done that. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Do that. Yeah. Do that. Absolutely. But is it ethical? I think it's unethical for them to, to ask the, you the question in the first place. Am I on the case? oath? Oh, yeah. yeah, so you think it's unethical for somebody to try and base your pay on what you were previously Yeah, I think paid? it's a bullshit yeah. position, and I never yeah.
4: answer it honestly. Or I just give, like, a very fuzzy answer without directly answering the question. I don't think yeah. it's, yeah.
0: Okay.
5: Yeah.
3: Bill, it
0: what do you think? What You don't even, you don't care. Fuck them.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Dude, am I under oath? Have I sworn to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth?
4: And I think part of the question about ethics is what's the outcome of you making that decision, Like, right? like, not, like who like are the you hurting? Like, people hiring
3: you aren't being unethical and what they're telling you the job entails?
4: Yeah. You and know? who do you hurt by doing that? I mean, that's part of the question, right?
3: Yeah. I'll stab everybody in that fucking office if I have to.
4: That's the right answer. Yeah, that is.
0: That's <laughs> I think that, might, that felt, know,
3: felt a little, a little, little unethical. unethical. <laughs> that might be I You know, once it escaped my lips, it felt very unethical. Yeah. But in my
0: head,
4: I was like, hey.
3: Some not. of those people might be innocent. They might yeah. have deserved
4: it, though. They might all so, have deserved it. Mm. I know. We don't know what kind sort, of office you know. it is. Dude,
3: Jesus already died for my sins. So stab them all is what I say.
0: <laughs>
4: let, God, <laughs> let
3: God
0: sort them out. Let Jesus' dad figure it out. It's like all on him anyways. Sorry. No, I'm glad that we went on that little detour.
3: Yeah, But I don't understand it. It, it. Can we debate the Catholic Church? Have but would you like it? eat
4: at Chick-fil-A even though they like... I heard it's delicious. I've never it is so there. good. Yeah. But How like, do you, yeah, sure do you, do you do. have a problem with the fact that they discriminate? Like, is it unethical to I mean, it's, I don't
0: think it's... Is a, it unethical to, to eat at Chick-fil-A? That's a good question.
4: I think it's... So I had a friend from high school that got a job at Chick-fil-A when we were in high school. And he worked his way up. And they like facilitated him getting his own franchise. And it like... he wasn't going to be successful doing anything else. And that has like saved his family. He couldn't have
0: done a different restaurant? Mm.
4: I don't think a different, another restaurant, like if you would worked at McDonald's, McDonald's wouldn't have been like, let us help you own this franchise. Like they do that kind of stuff, which is good. But what do you, I mean, like, but also at the same time, they discriminate against anybody who has an alternative lifestyle. They're not open on Sunday because they're so tied to like their Christian faith.
0: Okay, I'll say, being closed on Sunday, yeah, I, I think, don't think every business ba- should do that. Yeah, I don't think yeah, that's a bad that's thing. That's true. So I don't care what your
3: motivation is. But they
4: discriminate against their own employees based on like sexual orientation. And... See,
3: that's a that shouldn't be... I mean, it's illegal. It's illegal, but they.
4: Yeah. it's so hard to enforce and judge... Unfortunately, yeah. if you're if they're not blatant about it. But I still eat there cuz I think it's very good. <laughs> but I mean, they
3: got to be blatant Do you enough eat there, about it. there's no it that near us. Yeah, I eat there when I go home. Oh. They have to be blatant <laughs> enough about it that four people in fucking Quincy, Massachusetts are discussing there uh Sure. I mean, the, they've made it. They're famous for, it, right? for, it, yeah. for uh, yeah, for being a Christian but, company. On the other hand, I've heard that their sandwiches are delicious. So. the French fries are also. Chick Fil A. If you're out there, if you're listening, you want to send a couple of sandwiches. <laughs> uh, you know, get in touch. You you know? have,
0: okay, so here's here's how you get through it with Chick Fil A. Is you go there, you get a sandwich. Sure, they make some money off of you, but you steal some soda. So yeah, it's kind of you're not. They're not profiting. You got to steal from Chick Fil A. I think you have to steal from everybody. I don't think that two wrongs
4: make it right. That's an ethical dilemma.
0: So two wrongs don't make a right?
4: Yeah, so they're they're doing something wrong by being discriminatory and you're stealing from them. Wait get... a minute.
3: Are, do you guys buy napkins? What are you talking about? You don't...
4: No, we just steal them. Yeah, take yeah. everything.
3: Everywhere. Okay. All the time. I'm going to walk out of this house with some dishes or something. I don't know <laughs> what I'm taking. I might get a laptop out of this. I don't know. I'm excited to find out. When I went to that's unethical, by the way. Don't steal people's laptops or dishes,
5: unless they hate gay people.
3: Yes, yeah, so if you <laughs> can get into Chick Fil A's offices,
0: yeah, I mean if somebody
3: hates gay people,
5: the they'll take their
0: china because you're like, what are you even doing? I know, with this? You're, you're you, don't, getting,
5: you don't know what you're doing with this. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you don't get to have a fancy dinner, <laughs> um, a beautiful pat on that china. But so. When I went
3: pattern to pattern is the word. God. You know I I, dropped, I stole I stole everything. our I dishes. The R, so it sounded like I said Excellent. pattern. My
4: landlord screwed me over. Landlord somebody I was subletting from so I stole all his dishes and that's what we're eating off of today.
0: We are eating off of stolen dishes? Yeah. What the fuck are you talking you about? Tell me no about that. Every yet. meal that we have is unethical. We haven't yeah. eaten anything oh, since wow. I know. Cuz yeah.
4: that guy I was subletting from got evicted which means that I got evicted so I took everything when I left. So
0: you feel like you got screwed over by the landlord so you took all this stuff. I thought you just told me two wrongs don't make a right.
4: I'm not saying what I did was right, I'm just saying I did it.
3: <laughs> okay. Don't say what you did was wrong either.
5: Yeah, never admit that you're wrong.
4: It's just a thing that I did. I gave some of his stuff away to my friends too for freebies. <laughs> what kind of stuff did you give away? Furniture?
3: Furniture. Fuck
4: that guy. Yeah. He got me evicted. What? <laughs> this is
0: great.
3: So what you were subletting off of him? Yeah. So I paid him.
4: I oh. paid him almost six thousand dollars for two months because I was in a tight spot wow. and I was subletting a furnished apartment and he never paid the rent. He kept my money and didn't pay Where the rent. It? Where was this? Charlestown. Like, oh. right by Sullivan Square, so, like, right on hey, the $6,000 $6, to live in 000. Charlestown
0: for two months? Like,
4: under the bridge in, in like, Sullivan Square. It was a, wow. just, like, I didn't know what else to do. And he took my money, didn't pay the rent. I got evicted because it was him that was getting evicted. Yeah. And so I got, I, like, took everything that had any value at all.
5: Hell yeah. do do you think you got uh equivalent of six thousand dollars? I did not. I got some
4: shitty dishes and like a coffee maker (laughs) and my friend got a giant mirror, like yeah, it was not, it was bad.
3: should take all that shit to Antiques Roadshow. Make sure it's not something that's... I
4: have listed a lot of his stuff on Craigslist because there was like a bed and a dining room table and like an armoire and all this stuff. And then my friend's husband was like, he's going to kill you. Like, he's a shady guy. <laughs> he's going to like find you and kill you. And I was You're like, like, yeah, obviously he's a shady guy. six grand off me. I get
3: that he's shady.
4: He paid half of it, so... What's his Three name? Grand. Let's go find him. Yeah. Great, making more, making yeah. more stuff for me to edit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna
0: stop fucking with him online. <laughs> I think that is unethical as well.
4: What? Did Talking I with him, saw his him online? Somebody has an entire website dedicated to him being a scam artist. Yeah, oh, sure.
3: really? he, he sounds Yeah, like I'm a not the class... first
4: person that he screwed hey,
3: over. You sound like a world class scumbag. Yeah. I hope that makes the cut, guys. Could you stop saying <laughs> the name?
4: Let's find him.
3: Yeah, you're a
5: bad dude.
3: Oh, hey. you're unethical as fuck over there. Oh, oh, hey.
0: <laughs> okay, so I'm glad that we ran through a couple of the classic situations that are in ethics uh, today. That was good. Have we talked
3: ethics yet? Talk Give me an ethical the situation. The trolley problem.
0: A... Okay. Give me an exercise.
3: Sure. The All train right, the problem. So Here we you go. Uh
5: come across a train track and... You come across a a train (laughs) track. That is gross and also
0: very impressive. It was a good shot. Very impressive. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
6: thinking thinking I was younger when that happened. Oh my God. (laughs) You're
3: going to have to finish the question now.
0: No, that was the question. You already finished, Bill. We don't need to finish.
6: How did you
3: do it? I I don't don't know. know. You
0: come across a train track? (laughs) Don't hit the third rail. Imagine. Oh, what a way to go. <laughs> okay, so Sean, do you want to finish this dilemma, or should I? Is you this a real dilemma? You can, you
5: can do it. This
0: is an ethical dilemma. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So you come across the train tracks. <laughs> so you, there's a train and it's heading towards one per five people. Yeah. That are. Oh, this is a switch thing. Yeah. You yep. switch it, switch so train. you see a train going. It's it's going towards five people that are incapacitated. <laughs> On the train tracks. So this train is going to hit and kill five people. There's a lever that you see that you can pull that will change the track. Absolutely, I'll pull it and kill the one The train person. will mm-hmm. go off of that track and onto a different track, but there is one incapacitated person on that track that the train will kill. Do you pull the lever and kill that one person, or do you allow five people to die? Now, is it... Can I get a little clarification? There's five people on a track.
3: Yes.
4: You don't get to know anything about them. No. So you don't get to know if If they're like... If I switch the
3: track to kill one person, is that one person part of those five people or is this a... That's
4: a
0: Totally different person. person. Yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. So you don't get to be like, oh, I can just have one person die. Are they Nazis? Did
3: I just say five fucking Nazis? Maybe.
4: What if that one person had the cure for cancer and those five people... Nobody has a cure for cancer. I think that's just Big Pharma What, if, what if you look you up and
0: the guy that's on that track alone has like a bunch of beakers in front of him and he's working on yeah. a cure? And they he's all have the words math.
5: cancer written on him.
0: Oh, so you're in your head,
3: you're going,
5: well, he writes math.
0: cancer on us. So when the cops show up at his meth
3: lab, they think he's working on <laughs> cancer.
4: <not laughs> what if, Anybody would do that. What if that one person was 10 years old and the five people were all in their 80s?
3: That's a good question. Because the they kid's can... parents are gonna have a hot rough time at this funeral. But <laughs> yeah. I don't. I mean, do, is it a thing where you can?
4: I think that's part of like the ethics problems. Yeah. Is like does somebody's life have? But more you said value? I don't know
3: anything about in those the traditional.
4: Five. Yeah, in the traditional question, you and I don't know, know anything about, about that one. Yeah. So
3: I, th- I mean, I think it changes it if you start to know personal. Yeah.
5: And I think, let me put it this. way. I mean,
0: is my wife in that five or is my wife that one no i'll put i'll tell you exactly who these five people are okay the one on the train tracks that's alone is like sarah said it's just a 10 year old boy and then the five other people are uh all uh catholic priests dead that's an easy yeah <laughs> dead men Dude, of god i would like the gonna...
3: train hit them i would make the train back up and hit them again <laughs> I would then fucking make the train, figure out how to get to Vatican City, (laughs) load that fucking train up with bishops and fucking cardinals and popes and whoever the fuck else is there, drive it back, hit the fucking original five priests again, and then I'd fucking pack it with C4 and I'd fucking blow the whole thing up.
0: (laughs) Okay, so I guess we've gotten through that ethical dilemma. Uh,
5: Here's an ethical question for you. Okay, here. Okay, so you see... It's the same thing, but on one track is Sean Carter, and on the other <laughs> track is me. Where, wh- what do you do?
3: What do you do? God, this, I'd run, and I'm not. Yeah, what I'm are you going to do? going to get hit.
0: Yeah. What are you guys even doing on the
3: train tracks?
4: I put him there.
0: Well, Sean Rosa was trying to save six people. I'd yeah. be over there going, hey, did you guys see me come across the train <laughs> tracks over here? <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> Look at what I'm doing. This is going to be a very difficult episode to edit. Aren't they all bro? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well that's ethics. Uh, next up is the debate. Enjoy. Thank Take you, Sean out. Rosa, Bill Thank tomorrow, you. Stay ethical, Sean. And Sarah Morgan for joining. Alright. Next up, everybody please welcome Ethan Diamond and Ken Green. Ken, your question is this. You find out that your ex, who cheated on you, is now being cheated on by their spouse. Do you tell them or just let things run their course?
2: Oh boy, that's a tough one, but I guess it wouldn't be a debate show if it wasn't tough. Uh, I would say, I would tell them, but not out of any sense of goodness or honesty. I want to see the fucking look on their face. <laughs> and I'd fucking tell them, guess what, motherfucker? Remember that little thing you did a few years back or whatever? Look at these pictures here. And I would take pictures and I would probably follow them around, take photos and shit like that. I would wave that shit and I would check every, I would text every other week. I'd go visit her house. Hey, how's that thing going with that guy, person you're with or whatever? Hey, they're still cheating on you and doing, all-? yeah. I would, I would relish that I, I would milk that for everything I could. And I would tell other people about it. And I'd keep, I keep, I would let everybody know, fuck that. I'm milking that shit, oh. So, I
7: have an ex who's being cheated on by their partner and I'm not gonna tell them. Okay, that's like not knowing when Christmas is gonna come. <laughs> Just that it's around the corner. Yeah. And unlike the actual one, you don't have to actually see relatives or buy anyone gifts. The only thing on my wish list is a pain of a past loved one. <laughs> and Santa's done to deliver.
2: Okay. Well, while you're sitting there, watching, looking for Christmas around the corner, I don't know it's coming. I'm enjoying Christmas every fucking day that I told them that that, that, I just sit in bed and, oh, there's Christmas again. Oh, it's the best present ever. Look at that face. Oh, I love it.
7: As your ex probably pointed out to you, instant gratification is short-sighted, Ken. <laughs> what you want is the delayed payoff. You wake up every day, you check the newsfeed, you check the cameras you've installed.
0: Yes! You don't Time! Have... Ooh. Tough call here, yeah. Um, I think I have to hand the win here to Ken Green. Yeah. Next up, everybody, please welcome Sean Rosa and AJ O'Connell. AJ, your question is from Ray Bryant. He asks... If you buy 1,000 Dannon yogurts at the grocery store, individually, can you use the 12 items or less line, since it's technically
8: one item? No. Because you're going to use them for a lot of different things. Because you're not eating 1,000 Dannon yogurts. You're obviously getting creative in some way. (laughs) This is a a versatile snack. You're gonna eat some, you're gonna give some away, you're gonna hide some in places of, you know, that people are gonna smell later. (laughs) Family members and such. Do a collage or something. You're buying a lot of different things. You're buying a thousand of one thing. I think you could buy like 20 yogurts and get away with it, but a thousand, you got like a big plan.
5: <laughs> yeah. I mean, your big plan is the argument with the cashier that you're about to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what? A thousand of these could be Danon. You know what, maybe, you know what, you're right. I will put 500 of these back, bring back 500 Shabanis. <laughs> And we'll settle this. I'll get some Dan and Danimals to throw on top of that. You know? Listen. I'm going to take all my yogurt, and I'm going to pile it up in front of your manager so I can speak with them. They're not going to argue with you. They work at
8: the grocery store in the express line. They don't care. They don't own the store. They're not the people behind you. They're just going to do it. There's no way. If I were to... There's no, they're going to take the time to talk to you. And God bless them for that. Never talk to me.
5: Listen. Listen. You're, telling, you're saying that uh, they wouldn't talk to you because you haven't met a grocery store worker who hasn't given it their all. They're going to ask me, have you found everything that you're looking for? And I'll say, yes, 1,000 yogurts of one kind, one item. Oh, I could get it like, uh, like, uh, like Costco, like a bulk, bulk, like 10. one. All right. Um, as a person that uh,
0: has worked at a grocery store, checking people out, yeah. I can confidently say that A.J. is right about this and A.J. is our winner this round! (laughs) Next up, everybody, please welcome Mae Keith and Pete Andrews. Pete, your question is, um, okay. Someone on the train offered, offered you their seat because they think you're pregnant. <laughs> you're not. Do you correct them or do you just take the seat anyway?
8: I'm gonna take the seat, Sean. Uh, mostly because fuck you for assuming my gender. And secondly,
9: I'm trying. This fast just won't work. I'm very (laughs) hungry. Uh, Gender has nothing to do with biological sex, uh, which is pregnancy. Boom, roasted. Uh, Secondly, while it probably is more ethical to just take the seat, have you ever looked someone in the eyes and told them, I'm not fucking pregnant? Oh my God, the power. That person is never gonna stop thinking about that. They are never gonna do a nice thing for anyone else ever again. That's the clear move. Fuck you
10: for assuming I'm not pregnant. I'm very moody
8: right now. There's a lot of things going on with my body I don't understand. And you don't understand them either, stranger on a train. I'm just gonna have to sit here and fume about this. Time.
9: Yeah, never offer your seat to someone unless you see the baby, like, coming out of them. (laughs) Um if they need the seat they'll ask for it uh when i was coming here on the train a couple weeks ago a man started yelling can someone let me have a seat i only have one arm he had two arms <laughs> this is true no one corrected him because you don't correct that shit. you just give your seat up
0: all right i gotta hand the way in here to Make keith All right, next up, everybody, please welcome Ted Pettingell and Tom McDonald. Yeah. Tom, your question is from Kyle Mangan. He asks, should we accept people as they are or bully them until they improve? <laughs>
1: I feel like my shoulders are a dead giveaway on my stance on this. (laughs) You're supposed to bully people to get better. That's why bullying exists. That's why it's a thing. That's You do it with your family, you do it with your friends. Bullying strangers is kind of iffy, because it's like, you don't know that person, but bullying. I'm (laughs) pro-bullying. If you if you don't bully people to get better, they just stay basically babies is what <laughs> happens. It starts in infancy, it moves forward. It's like, that's how we grow as people. You gotta bully.
11: <laughs> Although I agree with Tom's logic that you should bully people into being better, I've never seen that actually work. You know what I have seen? An entire generation of young people who think they're stand-up comics. My whole life, growing up, people were like, fuck you, Ted, for knowing all the answers on the test. Maybe you shouldn't be so smart. And I was like, you know what? I won't be smart. I'm gonna drop out of college and be a comedian. Because <laughs> you bullied me. Uh,
6: uh,
1: I will testify that I am so much better for bullying. Uh, I'm, I'm the, yeah, no, I proved that it works. Anyone who works in the trades know that it works. You know why I'm a really good plumber now? It's because I had a boss that said, hurry up, you fucking retard. That's what... (laughs) He didn't just hire me and be like, well, you don't know anything about plumbing. That's okay, you're okay as you are. No, it's like you get better or you get a wrench thrown at your head. Like that's time.
11: It does smell like burning toast in here. (laughs) Hey there, back in the kitchen. You're doing a great job. Keep it up. <laughs> I accept your mistake, and I understand you have the potential to get better.
0: <laughs> Time. <laughs> All right, here we go. To Ted Penningal. I can't believe Ted planned that whole thing. (laughs) Next up, uh, everybody please welcome, oh, my brothers, Tom and Greg Carter. (laughs) Get up here. Do you want to go first or second, Greg? First. First? Okay. Here's your question. You find a wallet... You find a wallet with a hundred bucks, a driver's license, and a couple credit cards in it. Do you mail it back to the person completely intact, or
12: do you take a little something for your trouble? It's not cheap to ship something, all right? (laughs) That's all I'm saying. You're coming out of pocket, all right? You're doing the right thing. You got your ID back, right? You got your credit cards, all those wonderful things. $100 is really not a big deal, right? I'm just saying. You can do the right thing while, you know, cheating a little bit. That's all you have?
0: It it costs money to send something? I mean, come on. It's obviously you have to send it back. I mean, What the hell else are you going to do? That person really, I mean, I guess they do have credit cards, so they're probably not that poor, but, uh, you know, they really might need that $100. Those gift cards might be about, you know, spending food on their family. It is Christmas time and all. I mean, you're just the Grinch.
12: You know who could use $100? This fucking guy, all right? Do I look like I'm rolling in it? No. My kids would like a Christmas, Tom. I don't know why you're trying to ruin that for them. (laughs) I just stumbled on a lottery ticket.
0: Well, you're talking about rolling in it. You might be if you weren't rolling them up so much, you know? (laughs) Oh, shit! (laughs) That's really all I'm going to (laughs) say. All right. Uh, Look, solid points on both sides. And, uh, boy, being in between a fight between these two brings back old memories. All right. Uh, I got to hand the win here to Greg Carter. <laughs> I mean, Tom, you instantly lost when you started backing off of your stance, <laughs> right? He was like, no, you should return it. I mean, I guess they have money. Like, it's not like that big of a deal. <laughs> All right. Next up, everybody, please welcome Angela Sawyer and Lloyd Legacy Sharp. All right, your question is... <laughs> Angela, Angela, your question is from May Keith. She asks, when is it morally justified to kill and eat a person? <laughs> is it when you're all stranded at sea and uh, they drew the short straw? Or is it when it's an all-out class warfare and they're rich?
13: Oh... Oh, well, I must say, if you're gonna eat, make sure it tastes good. And nothing's gonna taste better than a rich piece of shit. (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Uh, You know, uh, take take a piece out of their hide, take it home, get your fine china out, cook it up just the way you like it, set up the candles. Let it roll. You don't want to spend your day in a rowboat. (laughs) 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 Have a good time. Eat the rich.
10: Um, That's the only nigger in this room. (laughs) It's black Hispanic for those of you who aren't racist. anything about being rich so i have to take the other side you grow up scratching and clawing the way i did to eat to survive to get to the last pair of jordans (laughs) like all the people i know who went to jail did you have to you have to why do i have to advocate for eating people like that i mean yes you should, mean, eat the rich. What if there are no rich people in your neighborhood to eat? Like I had none in
13: Dorchester or Roxbury. Yeah. Whatever you eat going to be shit. I agree. It can be hard to find a rich person, but if you need help, they're on TV. <laughs> also... Uh, I think somewhere in there you implied that I don't know what it's like to starve. <laughs> and I, I, I don't. <laughs> 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 Clearly. I have no idea what that's like. I have no idea what it sounds like. But rich people are everywhere. I Time. Mean,
10: if I go on TV trying to eat a rich person, look at me, I'm gonna fucking die. <laughs> Or I'm going to go to jail. Or Trump's going to talk shit about me on Twitter. None of them conducive to me getting a meal. I, 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 I'm, I'm trapped. I'm lost. I, I have to eat people who are pieces of shit. And let's be honest, we're in Quincy. I was in Worcester on Monday. I grew up in Dorchester and Roxbury. Pieces of shit, easy to find. Rich people, uh, too green with envy. Can't find them. I'll die. Don't want
0: to die. All right, well, you didn't even bring up being stranded. You were just like, I'll eat people if they're pieces of shit (laughs) as long as they live near me. (laughs) Which was actually not the side that you're supposed to argue. So I gotta hand the win here to Angela Sawyer. Okay, next up everybody, please welcome Ted Pettingill and Mae Keith. Oh, boy. It's a real one. It's a real ethical dilemma. Okay. This is from Sarah Morgan. So, imagine (laughs) there's a train going towards five people. problem? Yes. So, uh, just go. No, um, I should explain it to the crowd. Okay. There's a train going towards five people in the track. They're incapacitated. They cannot move. Okay? You see a lever that you can pull, and it will switch the track. And then it will hit one person and kill them. So if you let it go on the course it's on, you kill five people, or five people die. Switch the track, one person dies. Do you pull the lever, or do you let it go straight?
9: I absolutely pull the lever. And here's why. If I'm a bystander, and I let those five people die, every day of my life, that's like, I could have done something. I didn't. I don't do anything with my life ever, any of the time. Uh, But I could have, and I didn't. If I pulled the trigger, at least I killed somebody. <laughs> I've never done that before. And there's, I don't, I don't think I'd go to jail. I think a jury would let me off. And uh, I'd feel a lot better about myself all the time.
11: So I, I do nothing and let five people die. Uh, and I would say, absolutely. Because let's think about it. That guy driving the train, or woman, or whatever, you know, like, they, they had to at least take a class to get to that point in life where somebody let them drive a train. How the fuck do five people get stuck on the train tracks <laughs> and can't go anywhere? That's called thinning the herd, everybody. <laughs> Not gonna remove a hard working person from society while these five dummies are got their foots st- stuck underneath the rails because they're crushing pennies or some shit? Give me a break.
9: Do you know who crushes pennies on train tracks? Children. Ted wants to kill children. I'd rather kill the mass hole that's working for the MBTA. I mean, I know it's not his fault, but I can feel good about killing him.
6: <laughs>
11: oh boy. Uh... Here's another moral question. I don't know how I'm gonna get through this in 30 seconds. Uh, You know what, I'm not. (laughs) Kids deserve to die.
0: (laughs) I shouldn't be playing near the train. Time, okay, good choice. Yeah, I gotta hand the win to Ted (laughs) Pettingdale. (laughs) Okay. Some are harder to judge than others. (laughs) All right, next up, everybody, please welcome Angela Sawyer and Greg Carter. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Angela, do you want to go first or second?
13: Uh, I'd like to go first.
0: Okay. Your question is from Kyle Mangan, and it's it's just a yes or no question. Um, He asks, is it okay to fake a pregnancy to save a relationship?
13: (laughs) As someone who gets, uh, who has people assume that I'm pregnant often. Pretty regularly, especially on public transportation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think it's okay uh, because uh, because the guy that you're dating is garbage. <laughs> the guy that you're dating, he's already garbage. Just just get the cat.
6: <laughs>
13: just get rid of the guy and get the cat. Don't go to that much trouble. Uh, just if you're going to fake a pregnancy, do it to get a seat on the train like you want. That's something that you'll enjoy.
12: <laughs> I would argue that if you're willing to fake a pregnancy, you're also a garbage human being. So you might as well go ahead with it. A couple of garbage people, we don't want you ruining a good person's life in this process, all right? Stick with that one, you're a winner. That's about all I got on it.
13: In my defense, I'm not gonna go on to ruin a, garb- a good person's life. It's just garbage all the time here. <laughs> it's just, I'm not getting out of the dumpster anytime soon.
6: <laughs>
12: just save, save one good guy, fake the pregnancy, and then lock it down with the real one, all right? <laughs>
0: All right, excellent points on both sides. I have to hand the win here to Angela Sawyer. All right, we're down to the final four. So, next up, everybody please welcome Angela Sawyer and Ted Pettingal. Okay. We only got two questions left. Um, Angela, do you want to go first or second?
13: I'll go first. I'm very nervous about Ted. He's a very difficult opponent. (laughs) It's true.
0: Okay, your question is from Steve Albert. He asks, after the apocalypse, do you still obey speed limit signs, or do you ignore them completely?
13: Uh, I don't obey them now. we're in quincy none of us do <laughs> that's not the, massachusetts is not the place where we obey traffic signs apocalypse or no uh yeah i um sorry <laughs> you know the world is on fire i'm just leaving <laughs> or whatever maybe i'm jumping in the fire either way no i'm not worried about traffic signs <laughs>
11: Well, it is the apocalypse and it's going to probably be pretty hard for me to obey the speed limit signs while I'm in heaven. (laughs) But in some event, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ makes a mistake and doesn't rapture me. Well, then I'm going to do everything in my power to show him he made a mistake. (laughs) And I'm going to Obey those speed limits and uh, donate food to the homeless, ravaging hordes that are making their way across the hellscape. Or maybe it's Allah. Praise
13: Allah, everybody. I'm kind of assuming that the apocalypse is going to be good for me because everybody's going to starve and then I just get to be hotter. <laughs> That seems like it'd be okay.
11: (laughs) Listen, when Yahweh is raining fire from the sky, (laughs) we're all gonna be hotter, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Brimstone hotter, am I right, everybody? Get a little sulfur on your skin, get you ready for bikini season. (laughs) Time. (laughs) All
0: right. I gotta hand the one here to Ted (laughs) Pettingal. All right. And now the finalists, it will be Ted Pettingell and AJ O'Connell. <laughs> Ted, do you want to go first or second?
11: Uh, I'll go second.
0: Okay. Your question, our final question of the night is from Pete Andrews. And ooh, is it dark? Okay. Pete asks, "The comic before you bombs." <laughs> Do you tell them they had a good set anyway and spare their failings, or do you tell them the truth and hope you don't have to go to a memorial for them in a few months?
8: (laughs) This sounds exactly the same as the bullying question Ted had earlier. (laughs) But and I I'm famously pro-bullying, specifically fat shaming. But it goes the same for the comedian. Don't lie to them because here's the thing. Even if they had a good set, tell them it wasn't good. Because maybe then they'll quit. And that's how you move up the ladder. It's a war of attrition, people. I have this great idea where I get, like, an award show for all the comedians, and then, like, I bomb that place. And look who's on top now. So, yeah. Tell them they suck every day. Get their friends into it. Tell them they suck, too. And then they'll quit. And then you win.
11: Did you really move to LA? Yeah. Well, you made the right decision, buddy. Good for you.
8: <laughs> Wait, what why did I make the right decision? I don't know. Are you saying it's a good career move, or are you saying like I moved to LA to do comedy, so I wasn't quitting. I'm, I don't know. You guys all got it, so good job, but I mean, you suck. <laughs> and that was bad, and it didn't make sense. Quit. <clears throat> and then I'll win, so. Clear, if you quit right now, I'd win. That's my Time. whole plan. Time. What you're doing right now is
11: the Ted Pettingale method of making friends, which is, be completely honest with people and Sean will like you and no one else. Uh, <laughs> there's a reason why I'm here and, and I'm not the one that moved to LA. Again, great choice. <laughs> I hope your dreams die before softball season starts. Uh, John,
0: <laughs> I gotta hand the win to Ted Pettingale. Oh Hey, give it up for Ted. Give it up for AJ O'Connell.
1: That was pick a side, stupid. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show.
0: Hey, that is our show for this week. Thank you for listening. We'll be back at Maggie's Lounge again, Friday night, 7 p.m., more debates. This week we're talking about Christmas music, so come out, wear an ugly sweater. I'm going to be wearing something ridiculous, so come out and see for yourself. I'm giving out gifts. It's going to be a whole night. And if you want to catch me somewhere else, you can find me Monday nights at Sally O'Brien's in Somerville at 7.30 p.m., hosting their open mic comedy night. You can find me at The Poor House on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. in the basement, hosting their stand-up comedy night. And if you don't live near Boston, you can listen to my album online. It's called Sean Carter 100 Problems. Lastly, I am happy to announce that we have set another date at the Comedy Studio. We will be there February 10th, 2019. So that's the week of Valentine's Day. So I say come out. We're going to talk relationships, dating, Valentine's Day, all that stuff. Come out that Sunday night. Bring your date. If they've got a good sense of humor. If they don't, leave them at home. Come out by yourself. If you don't have a date, come out and have a laugh. So we'll see you February 10th at the Comedy Studio.